You are hearing this episode thanks to all the great support we have through Patreon. Patreon is what keeps this show going and keeps the entire catalog of not only stars and character, but neozaz.com from the past eight plus years online and free to everyone to enjoy. You can be part of that support and a big part of keeping this show going and keeping everything online for just $1 a month. And with that $1 a month, you have access to all the exclusive Patreon specials and series that we create for our supporters. That is just $12 a year to keep the show going, and that is just a third of the going price of a Wilrahood action figure on eBay right now as I record this. So to learn more, check out our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash neozaz. I just can't believe that they would use the name of a character that existed in something that they I don't know, were more than happy to throw away in their new universe. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about Porg. 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 <laughs> Why did we all feel it was necessary to say that? I didn't He's until you did. <laughs> That's it sounds sexual. Porg? Mm, Porg with a G. Bad baby. Why? Yeah. Why? You send a little. P O R G. That even that sounds sexual. Mm, P O R G. <laughs> to you, maybe. <laughs> Tim makes everything creepy. Yeah, let's we'll that out before the show. G O R P. Gorp. <laughs> oh, I did say I did spell gorp. Gorp. <laughs> Spelled differently. GROP. <laughs> well, Porg appears in Dark Forces Rebel Agent. That's right. What? You asked for it, everyone. This we have we've gotten so many requests for this Porg that I had no choice but to, you know, give people what they want. Porg. It's- that's uh, one of the sequel shooter games, right? I think I own this. Well, um, it, it, it's, it was like a novelization and comic ah, book adaptation yes. gotcha. to one of the, the Dark yep. Forces games. Dark gotcha. Forces it, this, 2. But this thing, yeah, this thing kind of had like a... Eh, I was going to compare it to Shadows of the Empire, but not really. But once the game got going, it kind of did branch off to its own mini franchise. I know. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I follow you. All right. Well, my, my name is Kyle Katarn Chris. Hey. <laughs> and I wrote that down weeks ago, and I have no idea what it means. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, just nothing there that other than the, the k- k- sound. Well, that's, that's right. right. That's the character that you're playing in these shooter games I was just talking about. Oh, Kyle okay. Katarn. Thank you, Matt. You're welcome. Today, I'm joined by Mercenary Matt. And I believe he was a mercenary, so continuing the theme. Um, the other Trandoshan. Is he a Trandoshan? No, yeah. Trandoshans are boss, right? But this right. is the other one. <laughs> There's two. What this Porg is a Trandoshan? Correct, Mundo. Maybe. Happy days in character. <laughs> and Ezra Tucker Tim. Ezra Tucker. I don't Tucker. know what that is. Better than Ezra Tucker? He's an he's an artist. Oh, okay. <laughs> So well, when it, with this thing, I, people are... Dave's already upset. 
It hasn't even started I, I think yet. Dave's upset it's not about the real Porgs from the new movie. I think he's all upset it's something else. Well, well I don't know, know what you're talking about. Tim, <laughs> Tim, you're disavowing. So, so if this had been Porgs with an S, we'd be doing the Puffin-like characters, but because it's Porg... Is Porg the name of this creature? Yeah, this no, this his name is Porg. Bob Porg. I think I think people we kept getting all of these emails. I mean I count them like one, two, fifteen, eighteen. <laughs> we want you to do an episode on the Porg. It's true. And He's not so lying. I went and I found the Porg, the one and only Porg. Dave, write down for the next Twick radio thing, my name is Porg, so we can do a Primus parody. <laughs> My name is Pork. Which one are you going to do? With a puppet on an island in the last Jedi. My name is Pork. So I wouldn't know this thing at all, right? Is that what you're saying? Like most people wouldn't. You probably, you probably, probably would not know. That's what it mean. But <laughs> <laughs> but some of the old school EU fans would probably know Pork. This was a video game. Well, no. it's based on the universe of the yeah. video game. Yes. The Dark Force—you might remember the Dark Forces game because I think it was actually well advertised when they used to do TV commercials for games. It was like it was a first shooter Star. Was the I think the first first shooter Star Wars game, and it was a hit. I owned it. I loved the freaking thing. And there was at yeah. least three sequels, probably more, maybe to the. I might have stopped at three because I hadn't played anymore. And then there was. Like Tim had said in the intro, there were comics, there were novelizations, there were audio dramas. I have heard a couple of the audio dramas. It had its own mini franchise for a little while. Yeah. This I was mean, a PC, going... the PC game. It was a PC Originally, only yes. Yeah. Okay, I do yeah. remember that. I think they ported it to like PlayStation and Xbox and stuff. Now, I think you could play it now one way or another. No, I... Nothing, nothing. <laughs> I love that Dark Forces game because you know, there would there would be the times where you'd go into like an Imperial base and you, I mean, for the time, I mean, we're talking like 1996. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it, looks, it looks awful now. Yeah. But back then it was like, oh, yeah. and you, everything would have that sort of burnt sienna color that was all <laughs> over Star Wars. I loved it. And, and you'd go and you'd, you'd fall off cliffs. You'd, you'd walk and it, it would have that doom walk where you'd see the gun, but the, the gun would go whoop, 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 left and right. It was like the next, next generation of PC games because, they kind of started with those X-Wing and TIE Fighter simulators, which were cool. I played those, but they were like those polygon. They're making ships out of polygon shapes and then putting you know graphics on them. And they, they it was cool because you had Star Wars on your computer, but it wasn't very good. This was finally a step a little bit above that, at least in the PC area, that now they started having environments and you saw stormtroopers and they had... I think it was in the second one. You actually faced off with Boba Fett, and he looked really cool. And I think Bosk yeah. as well. So it's like it was the next step, and it was finally instead of just flying around, it was a, a an X wing or a Tie fighter. You're running around the Star Wars galaxy in you know a point of view position. It was really awesome, actually, for for the day. Yeah, I can't I can't remember if they made this for the N sixty four. I I seem to remember. Sounds familiar. I seem to remember playing this, but I, I, I might be getting it mixed up with Shadows of the Empire yeah, also. I can't say they had or hadn't had it, but they absolutely <laughs> did have the Shadows of the Empire one because I, I had that one. But they may have had a Dark Forces. I, I don't know for sure. And I think some of the levels of uh, Shadows of the Empire were similar in style, uh, at least, to um, Dark Forces. 
So, right. But it was, it was, it was, it, it, it was a, it, for its time, it was a big deal in the, in the video game world. Uh, now it's just a footnote. <laughs> so, but uh, Porg is a male Trandoshan. So he's a, he's a male Bosque. <laughs> and yeah, apparently he's a bounty hunter. If you go to the Wikipedia page, the first line under his name is, is a, it's a quote from Kyle Katarn where it goes, a bounty hunter. Kyle Katarn upon being ambushed by Porg. That's, <laughs> that's the line, the reference line for him. That's the line. I love it. A bounty hunter. <laughs> So, um, and he, uh, there's not a whole lot of information, so I don't know why people really wanted to hear about this guy, but (laughs) he, he was a lower level bounty hunter in the new Republic era. So this is the era immediately following return of the Jedi in the old expanded universe. Um, and he really only has one short story. Um, and it's, 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 as we said in the, uh, in the Dark Forces uh, Rebel Agent uh, novel, and uh, there's a, there is an audio drama based on this. So Porg does get voiced in this, um, and in this, <clears throat> he is hired by a uh, information agent droid called AT88, <laughs> and his job was to serve as a bodyguard and muscle to lean on Kyle Katarin. While this AT88 is negotiating with him to crack into this data disk that has info on Katarin's long lost father. And you got that, Dave? You got it? Are you following? <laughs> I just can't believe that they would use the name of a character that existed in something that they, I don't know, were more than happy to throw away in their new universe. I don't know what you're talking about, Dave. <laughs> Tim, did you see The Last Jedi? The what? <laughs> the Last Jedi. Great, greatest showman, you mean. <laughs> the post. I think you're, you're adding too many, you're adding <laughs> an extra word on there. <laughs> I'd say if Zach Efron had been in The Last Jedi, you could guarantee I would have seen him more than once. <laughs> Me and you both. <laughs> Make that but, three. Uh, it is, uh, um, basically, so Porg also, one of his other... Uh, tasks if he so if the opportunity arose was to kill Kyle to Katarin after the uh, the data disc was cracked after he agreed to crack the data disc but Kyle Katarin did not agree so a big bar brawl ensues and this AT88 who is a robot get is holding the disc which Kyle Katarin shoots and he knocks his arm off, and his arm holding the disc falls down into a sewer. His whole arm? Fits the, in the whole sewer arm room? holding this okay. data disc. So all of these bounty hunters that are there all see there's this valuable thing that just fell down a drain pipe. So they all run down into the sewer, into the hook. <laughs> and so they're all they're all they're all down there fighting. There's there's like Kakataran and this there's an unnamed Aqualish bounty hunter down there and a couple other guys. They're all shooting. And uh but you know, um Porg is like hiding in the shadows, just waiting. Everybody else is like going gung ho. He's sort of hiding and waiting. And uh he gets his moment to jump out and to attack when uh Kakataran gets close because he, he doesn't he can't he he can't, you know, the, the, the Trandoshans are really good at hunting. But 
This is this is when Cockatarian yells, "Hey, bounty hunter!" <laughs> I am Batman. Harvey, I am Batman. He's a cross between Billy Zane uh, and uh, who? Who is that? Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. I'm sorry, I'm, I blanked on his name there for a second. As as I think the rest of the world did when it came to Val Kilmer. <laughs> yeah, for a long That's time. That's not nice at all, but accurate. I have his no, autograph yeah. on, the, on the Batman poster too, Val. I have. I have a. Where did you meet him? He's very nice. Was it one of the early Big Apple Cons? Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, okay. it was the one across from Madison Square Garden. Yeah, and then and then you saw him in a men's room too, didn't you? <laughs> I think I did see him. That was Kilmer. No, I that was a guy in a Batman costume <laughs> you at say? the Great Philadelphia Comic Con. Did you, Chris? Did you say? I think I did see Val's Kilmer. Yes, I did. That's you like how big a boy are you? Oh, oh. He said, "I'm your Huckleberry." <laughs> that looks like the only thing that's not bloated on your body right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually sucking air in how is that possible <laughs> you just hear this weird whistling <laughs> yeah yeah oh i'm afraid God. that's my dick how was it <laughs> it was uh, pretty nice i looked over you did and yeah of course i did chris chris has, said, has bathroom and encounters with all of these guys, like like Val Kilmer, you know, huge movie star. Who do I get? Mini me. Yeah, oh, that's you get right. me climbing on top of the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> so what, no, Michael Bean. No no oh, I'm sorry. Good. Michael Bean, Val Kilmer, the weather, uh, Dave Pollock. That was going to say no <laughs> matter no matter Don who Pollock. no matter who your encounter with is in the bathroom. I don't think you're ever going to top Don Pollock. Don Pollock. Um, Pollock's <laughs> taking a shit. <laughs> Is he still alive? You think? I think so. He killed himself shortly after that. Oh, <laughs> he hung himself in stall too. He, he tried to. Uh, last time Don Pollock came up, we looked him up. He was trying to do a YouTube channel of like parodies of pop culture, and it was this is how long ago it was. It was this. Remember the cinnamon challenge? I saw him do that. Yeah, yeah. and it was yeah. like this thing where he did the teaspoon or the tablespoon, and he swallowed it. And then he like got a pretended to get addicted to it and chugged the whole yeah. thing. And there's probably like <laughs> ch- cocoa powder in it or something. I think that thing like went and died in the same week. Tim, you want some time? Then, then he did the Tide Pod challenge, and yeah, that's what yeah. really did. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, your, your mission is to is to get a hold of him so he can be on our show. Sometime down the road. Okay. Tom Pollock. Yeah. So listen, sir, at Action the old Quaker Town movie theater, uh, my co-hosts <laughs> witnessed you taking a dookie. You're going to smash that. <laughs> We'd like to have you on our show <laughs> to talk about said dookie. Said what smash. else are you dealing right now, you know? Oh, yeah. He's dead. Making love to a sweet, sweet wife. Why sweet, sweet? I don't know if she was. I actually oh, don't she, remember. I just, I just remember person? he was there with his. His two kids and his wife. Tim's probably more interested in his mother. <laughs> this was in Quaker Town, right? Yeah, this yeah, was at the old theater. That's weird. After, after that it went turned over to, what was it, Grand Slam Cinemas or whatever it was? <laughs> I think it was called that. Was it called, is that what it was called? Yeah, I, I actually remember the movie we, we saw. We saw Galaxy oh Quest. God. Tim is a Quaker Town historian. I, I love it. This shit. I love it. So, Borg. <laughs> yeah, Tom Pollock. Right. So Porg jumps out to attack. Uh, he jumps out to attack Katerin, but he misses and he falls into the muck, into the water. <laughs> so he's, he's in. Good. He's in this. He's in this. Uh, he's in he, like in the crossfire, and he tries to get back up uh, to get back in the fight. And both Katerin and this Aqualish bounty hunter both shoot him in the head 
at the same time. Oh. Before they did it, did they say, buddy, I'm going to shoot you in the in face. face. <laughs> uh, that was uh, implied. Oh, okay. <laughs> so... But uh, but yeah, it, he 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 does die. He I'm, I'm I don't think he had a family to come down there to, to to pull his body out of the the shit water. So it's probably still there. Ugh. It's like that stuff that you seep into in Waterworld, like when he's, no, in, the he's cave. in a little little cage. Ooh, huh? Yeah, Ooh. yeah, that's like the grossest thing ever. That was like watching so- Kevin Costner's career on film. <laughs> <laughs> I just I said know. that to get Dave upset. <laughs> so Dave, that's, I saw uh, hidden figures. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, I'm just I'm gonna let that and, go. No, wait, there's more to this. I liked him in Hidden Figures. Well, okay. of course you did. I think he did a very good job. Knock that side down with finesse. Don't, don't give me that. He did a good job. No, oh, I actually didn't mean that <laughs> that way. <laughs> I think he played the role well. How's that? He often does. <laughs> well, you know, as many tries as he's made, one is bound to work. <laughs> Law of averages. There you go. So what Tim said. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, he he is dead. There will be no more porg unless it's prequel porg. PP. Mm-hmm. Um, what about us? There's only porg? a few. There's only a few uh, little behind the scenes information on this porg. He he is he's in the nov- he's in the novel. Written by William C. Dietz, and uh, and Ezra Tucker, as as Chris said, is provided the book's illustration. In the now, they they do have all of these um, uh, uh, bounty hunters that that are voiced in the audio drama, but they never identify any of them. So we're not really sure which voice is Porg, but it's uh, it could be Patrick Coyle, Tom Keith, Bill Slichter, or Tim Russell, possibly. As Porg, Tim Russell. I Tim Russell. I think that's the guy from Star Trek Voyager. Let's see. Is an actor who provided uh, Russell? No, no, it's not. Nope. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, he did. He did some other. He did some other um, uh, radio dramas. Also, oh, Tim Russ. It's one too many syllables. (laughs) Isn't Tim Russ the one that always writes all those books about his dad? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. Why not? I thought that was Tim Russ. So that's uh, that's all I got about uh, about pork. Criminally, no action figure. Is <laughs> <laughs> there as as with all the custom since he's a Transdotion? Has anyone customized one like these? You know what? I didn't. Toy makers are, I didn't do a search. Hmm? I'm not. Sure. I'm going to call out Taylor Limbury and say yep. you need to make one of these. Pork, 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 pork. Like, what do you think the difference is from him and Bosk? Like, uh, his shirt? See, that's the thing. You could probably just paint the yellow parts red and go, here you go. This is <laughs> this is pork. <laughs> Put on some socks. There yeah. you go. Yeah, socks. Perfect. I actually really like that. I want to do that <laughs> the, now. I'm going to go on the eBay picture, and see what they cost. The picture that they that they use, the illustration of him hitting him with a vibro blade. Mm. Ooh. Is, I can't uh, wait to learn about those. Yeah, yeah. Vibro blades coming up. We, sh- we should do that soon. Sometime. He, he kind of looks like he should be in Thor's universe for some reason. Like I get, I, I get the uh, the impression of Beta Ray Bill a little bit, even though he doesn't look like a cow. <laughs> I was just going to ask you if you were going to bring up Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what is that? He's like that alien. He wears Thor's outfit, but it's he kind of looks like a 
dinosaur you know, like a, a horse or something horse yeah actually he, he, he wears in, like the in, classic thor outfit yeah. in ragnarok when they're at when they're on um that planet that the hulk hulk is on you actually see beta ray's bill beta ray bill's head as like a former champion oh really I so beta ray bill whether or not he's going to show up in the future of the thor universe but he 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 does exist in that movie universe in some fashion now. That's is this like the the what was his name Mequas Haas or something the the horse <laughs> X wing pilot? <laughs> yeah, but but imagine like Thor's helmet like with the little wings coming out of it on this thing's head with the red cape. Okay, and he could he could wield Mjolnir, right? And yeah. then they'd fight Fin Fang Foom. No yeah. one can <laughs> pronounce that hammer's name and sound cool. It just sounds silly whenever <laughs> someone says that name. How do you say? Bonzi. I don't. Hey, I say the ha- Thor's hammer. You don't say Mjolnir. 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 Dave, can you can you, you say, tell us say, how the dice man would say Mjolnir? <laughs> oh no, but I can do it like as Dennis <laughs> no. Reynolds. <laughs> Dennis Reynolds in his Philadelphia accent from It's Always Sunny. He'd be like Mjolnir. <laughs> Philadelphia. Billy's defense. <laughs> so um i mean do, do you guys I, I i have been told that there is this other pork <laughs> out there yeah, there, there there's it's... a few of them tim oh yeah yeah <laughs> how many what? porgs are in that movie like I, there's you know, the, i don't know there's, there's the one that looks at him like puss in boots <laughs> when he's eating the other one that looks like a perfect little I don't know, rotisserie chicken. Little, little, little Cornish, good. little Cornish hen, little Cornish yeah. pork. Like, what's weird? Like, is that is that was that the little one's mom or dad that Chewie's eating? So then, <laughs> at the, later on in the movie, there's a pork on the ship on the Falcon. So That's, does Chewie adopt him? You led right into my question, Chris. I was going to ask: Is that the one that went on the ship because Chewie didn't eat it? Did he like say, "Oh, right. now you're my BFF," and he follows him everywhere? Right. But we didn't, we didn't really Chewie is still a pork murderer. Well, he, we don't know. That we thing got hit by a car, and he just decided to cook it. <laughs> Roadkill, yeah, really. At least not want not. Oh, I will well, admit what was really weird about that is that the legs seemed like not right. It's like they seemed seem uh, like small big bird legs. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, they didn't yeah. look right compared to what we saw with the other porgs so far. But yeah, you know, whatever. There's those ones that are looking into the lightsaber and playing with the lightsaber. That's actually yeah. funny as hell. That made me, yeah. that gave me a, a genuine laugh. Well, maybe we can think that they did turn it on and kill. Yeah, that maybe one. There you go. And I that's actually the read that they, that they, yeah. that they did that, but it's a Disney film. They didn't want it to like for the kids. Yeah, that was, that was the original intent was yeah. to have a, a poor death, but yeah. we've been too, too much for the little kitties to see a poor get a lightsabered. In, with every, about, general, everything that Disney likes to capitalize on with Star Wars, and I mean everything, especially in the parks right now, you think they're going to like take those turkey legs that are so popular and cut the one leg <laughs> off and put two fake ones in and sell them as roast porgs in oh, the that, new Star Wars land? Be, be genius. They should. What if there's like a big porg, like in a, a person in a costume walking around for like a photo? <laughs> God, there might be. There's minions at Universal. There could be porgs in... Mm-hmm. Star Wars Land, whatever it's called. Coming on down to Pogleg Land. Bringing <laughs> <laughs> on down to Porgville. <laughs> now, one by one, what? Now, D- Dave, you you did you did see the last Jedi, right? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, 
what did what what did each of you think about the porgs? We'll start with Chris. <laughs> Not as bad as I thought when I first saw the trailer. I thought it'd be all porg in the whole movie. It wasn't as bad. Could have been worse. <laughs> Matt, I'm in the same mind as Chris with that because I went in there. After the what little bits we saw, already annoyed with them, but their very first appearance of the lightsaber gave me a real laugh, and then they didn't really. Uh, I think the the weakest scene was that the one we we're just talking about, the Chewbacca cooking one, but otherwise they didn't actually bother me, which is surprising considering I went in already disliking them. So they're that's okay. I mean, they're fine. They're fine. David. <laughs> I I guess I didn't care too much about it because like you you're saying they didn't they didn't like overwhelm you with how much they were in them but to me that that thing those things were the least of the problems in oh, the movie. Oh boy, let me get the mail forwarder going. I don't want to read these. <laughs> and I'm not going to go into a whole Matt and I were just talking about how ne- neither of us have even commented for once on the last Jedi. Until then. You have not. I think it's, I think it's time. No, it's not time, but I will say that they weren't the worst thing in that movie. They were kind of innocuous. It was dumb. I didn't care about them one way or the other. The thing that I don't like like about it is that that seemed to be the only thing that they had for Chewbacca to do. So if they're going to start didn't even notice that. You're kind of right. Yeah. Like, 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 were they a vehicle for Chewbacca to like? We don't know what to do with Chewbacca, so we'll give him a pest. Or a pet kind of thing, yeah. There's a yeah. there's a whole children's book, Chewbacca and the Porgs. I thought yeah. that was a serious? joke. I I thought that someone photoshopped that, and then I found out it was real. Oh, it's real, and in nowhere, in nowhere. Well, what I what I think is funny. I I, I read the synopsis of the book. Is <clears throat> the Porgs look at Chewy as a not that they're going to eat Chewy, but they look at him as a food source. They look at him as someone who's able to get them food. Where in the movie. It's the other way around. Is mm. he looks at them as as food, and whether or not he eats that one, I don't know. He didn't. He threw it over his shoulder. But well, he might have like that, going to pick it up. This is true. This is true. If they're gonna take these movies and one by one kill off our heroes, then give Spoilers, him something. Dave? <laughs> it's been long enough. If if like don't have these characters in the movies if you're not going to do something with them and what was the what was the purpose of him being in that movie at all did he do anything else other well, he, than he was drive he, them not, he knocked down the door to, to get to luke skywalker yeah. he knocked down the door i hate to say this hired, this but, is this is going to be heresy and generate a whole new set of hate <clears throat> mail but when he pushed down that door and charged through it i don't know what about that triggered this in my mind but it was a very star wars holiday special moment for me <laughs> I can see that. Did he knock that mustachioed I, imperial he, guy? He must have done something like that in the special that I don't remember, but it's like, <laughs> I was expecting that really bad TV orchestra music to play. What did you think, Tim? They didn't bother me at all. Um, I mean, I'm, I won't say I'm a Jar Jar apologist, but I, I don't Jar-Jar mind Jar Jar. I'll say it for you. <laughs> but I, uh, I, they, they didn't. They didn't bother me. The only, the only thing that I thought was a little excessive was when the one went and slapped himself against the window. Oh yeah, um, uh, that I was the only that, part yeah. that. But even that didn't bother me. It was just. It was like, 
All right. Well, you put you put you know one toe over the line there. But uh, other than that, I I thought they were I thought they were funny. I didn't I didn't think that they distracted you. I think they they for the dark for the the more intense moments of the movie uh, in terms and also probably some in, in in a lot of cases the least engaging I guess for a lot of people were the etch toe scenes. Um, especially for kids, you needed something there to catch their attention. So that's, that's kind of what they were there for. Dave, I, I know we, we spoke out. You saw last Jedi. You don't have to go in full detail. I just forget. You said the porgs was not your, your least favorite part. What was your, yeah, what was your worst favorite part of the movie? I You're not going to get me to do this. Was it the, two words. It's a fight. With no, the, because uh, there's two reasons I'm not going to do this because I don't really want to. And okay. deal with all the shit storm that will happen. And I also, in my next episode that I'm preparing, have probably what you're trying to get me to say. Preparing. I'm preparing that. But I, I think you're, you'll be shocked. Maybe people might be on your side this time around. Well, well, I know that you weren't a huge fan yeah, of the movie. Very, and, very and, disappointed, yeah. Well, ha- have people come out against you? Because you said you didn't like it so much. Only lot, the people I had on uh, our reaction episode, they I don't, I don't mean them. I mean people on social media. Well, no, not not really. Like they keep asking me, you know, I saw it again. As soon as I saw it again and I posted it, people were asking me, "Did, did you like it more second time around?" Because everyone's saying it gets better and better and better. I said no. I liked it. Well, I liked it just the same. I didn't really. Love more shits about it, and I'd really the shit that bothered me the first time around. <laughs> more, I love shits. more shits, <laughs> the shit that bothered me the first time around still bothered me and got under my skin. It, it just I saw it twice, and I forced kind of forced myself to see it a second time just because I wanted to. But I have a, I saw episode seven, which you you weren't a fan of. I saw that seven times in theaters because I really enjoyed it. This one, ugh, two, and that was rough. Mm. I hate the argument that anybody gives that you have to see it again and it'll grow on you. You yeah. shouldn't have. You shouldn't, shouldn't have, have to watch. To. Then I was Chris's argument in the episode as well, and I thought that was. Yeah. I mean, that was. You well shouldn't said have to watch him. You shouldn't have to watch a movie over and over again to like it. No, like, your first reaction should be your reaction. That's it. You can't change it. It's just it is what it is. Like that's how I felt, and that's how I always will feel about it. What about Nacho Libre? It's a much better film. Upon multiple viewings. Now, see, the first time I saw it, I wasn't a fan. You could be right. I only saw it once. <laughs> There's a little more expectation out of Star Wars and Nacho Libre, Tim. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, maybe not for you. <laughs> I think it's different, too. Like, if you say you do like it a little bit the first time, and then when you see a comedy, especially, and the jokes start to resonate or they start to repeat in your mind, that's different. It'll become enhanced for you. Not when you see something and absolutely hate it. That you're then required to watch it again to give it a chance to change your mind. I, he won't mind I'm saying this. Chris Hernandez, huge fan of the show. I love him. We hung out at a bar a couple of weeks ago. He called me a fucking asshole Oyster. like 10 times <laughs> because he does not understand why I did not like the movie. He fucking loved it to no well, end. He's much bigger than you. Yeah, that's he's true. Crush you. Four times the size of me. The, the, guy, the guy's a monster. <laughs> and he just insists, like, I'm stupid. I'm an idiot. You don't know what you're missing. And he, yep. he was telling me shit that had made sense. But, but nobody changed my mind. <laughs> nobody, can, nobody can tell you that. Just like you can't tell him to not like it. 
I, we, exactly right. I beg to differ. He's a lot bigger than me. I beg to differ, Dave, because plenty of people have written in and told me exactly what I thought about it, even though I have not said anything, nor have I said anything this episode. <laughs> so apparently you can be told. And I, and because of that, I will never on this show say what I thought of it. But on yeah. another show, you will, right? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> pass the popcorn. Pass there you the go. popcorn. Yeah. Yeah, those things... Those things were the least of the problems. Were as they far like as I'm the, um, Were they the the Ewoks? Like, do you think they wanted to put some kind of Ewoky thing in this movie? That's. I think that's why they didn't bother me because they were so inconsequential. Now, if the Porgs saved the day and they were clearly yeah. dumb, almost dumb enough to kill themselves with a lightsaber, I probably <laughs> would have had a different opinion. But they they were inconsequential, so I think that helped, in my opinion. What What if you? Heard one off in the distance, off screen, doing the Tarzan yell. <laughs> that was Chewbacca, though. Oh, that was. Well, well, well yeah, maybe. You, you, Star you, Wars could, you could argue that was Chewbacca back then. He was telling the story. <laughs> and if if one of if they did go through that scene and one of them had killed the other with the lightsaber, I I don't think I would have been like erupting with applause because I didn't like them. I just. I, I when they were on, I wanted them to go away, <laughs> and they weren't on. They weren't, but they weren't on long enough for me to even really care yeah. about them. Yeah. Right <laughs> when they were on, you were like, "Go up!" Oh, okay, they're already gone. <laughs> Do you go think, away, you? Oh. You guys, you guys know more about this. Do you think? Because there was a backlash kind of from the commercials about these things, wasn't there? People were not happy about. The one that it's like sitting on the dashboard screaming or whatever. Yeah, People yeah. were angry. Did the, do you think they cut stuff out to pre uh, appease people? No, I don't think no. they did either. Yeah, I agree with Tim. I I don't think they did. It they it was just a. I think it was a. I don't know. I don't know what I was gonna say. I was gonna say a miscalculation in marketing for the older crowd. But I bet you this is coming from someone that has never had children and Dave and. Chris, your kids are probably actually even older than their target audience. We didn't actually see what like a five-year-old thought of these. It was probably a completely different yeah. story. Yeah. And I guess I've come to, from doing this show over the years, decided that it's wrong for us to say that Star Wars is, is ours and what was then should only always be that there are new audiences and it needs to evolve. So if this was put in there for children then I understand that and I can't fault it for that. I, 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 yeah, I actually want to comment because I wasn't actually saying that they were in there for children. I think the marketing was for children. I think it was to make kids scream and cry and go see star Wars. I, I don't think they were put in for children. In fact, wasn't it explained that they were put in to cover up actual penguins on the set? And the actual puffins. Yeah. That, yeah. I heard that rather than try to, CGI out the puffins as they flew around. This is this. I forget where I heard this. That they decided to uh, create this thing that, from a distance, could potentially be that thing flying around. Was it Michael Kellogg or Kellogg Michael? Kegan Michael Kegel. <laughs> Kegan Michael Key. Michael <laughs> Key. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but didn't um Kevin hey, Wild went to the island and take hey, Iran? He saw those. Puffins? He said. He, I think he said he saw the puffins. Yeah, we talked with him on. Uh, yeah, when we did our. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I know. I know. We talked with him a little bit after we stopped recording, but I, so I don't know where he told the story. But I think he said. I think he said he saw the, 
the the puffins and everything while we were recording. I this don't recall a, that, so it must have been after you guys stopped recording. This yeah. is on this is on Ice, Iceland. Is this where they were? Uh, it's Ireland. Oh, Ireland. Close. Oh, that close was Dave. Ireland. I thought it was yeah. Iceland. Well, so what are you saying? Like, if you watch that, there are creatures in the background. You're real close. Okay. <laughs> there well, are creatures the, the, in the I background. The, the birds flying around. Uh, but puffins and, uh, don't fly, do they? I don't think they. Because how? The, no. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm looking that up. Ask Siri to do puffins fly. Puffins fly. Puffins absolutely okay. fly, yes. So they're not penguins that closely don't. related to the penguins. Well, they might be related up until the point where they one can fly and one can't. All right, so you're saying in that movie... Which I'm not saying know, anything because I, I have no idea. No, I mean, <laughs> I, like from what Tim is saying, that they were put in there as a device to that is editing easier there are some points where you may see creatures in the background on the shore or flying in the air that are actual puffins yeah that's a I, real budgie you know what i'm looking i'm actually, looking oh i'm sorry yeah, Chris. no i actually read that there was two puffins fucking in the background so they had to put porgs <laughs> over it i'm looking at puffins in pictures of puffins in flight and they are their, their legs tonight. are very short. Their heads are kind of like they, they're ducked into their body, like their necks. And from a distance, it, you could probably see this being a porg flying. So I see where that, that idea is coming from. Do those things fly, though, in the movie? No. The so the, so none of this fly. makes any sense. All right. They just they just kind of waddle around and then and they the, ones on, the ones <laughs> on their yes. I like how the, the baby porgs look like uh, little like gray tennis balls with mouths. I yeah, that, was, that was for all the buildup because the social media went nuts when what's who is the guy Ryan Johnson that director's name yeah okay make sure yeah. I wasn't saying the Rogue One director when Ryan Johnson said you're gonna see baby porgs everyone went insane and then when I saw them I'm like oh that's wasn't really worth getting insane over I'm sorry uh, I mean we saw baby Ewoks <laughs> yeah 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 it was kind of the same thing it's just like smaller and fluffier I don't think I don't think we saw baby uh Jar uh, baby Jar Jars. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I guess all this stuff. My answer to your whole thing, Tim, is I'm willing to kiss this up to Jesus because Wait, what? I'm like I've this is like never heard this that is, before. This Jesus. is not. <laughs> this is not my thing, and this is for somebody else. And and if other people enjoy it, then I am happy for them. But this is not my bag, baby. I am forwarding Swick at newsas.com to Dave's email address as we speak because I am not reading these anymore. <laughs> no, and and I and and just based on on this film, I know that a lot of people are. It's across the board, and this is this is one where I I, I personally I love this movie. I find. I have my issues with certain aspects of it and certain scenes, but overall, I love. I, I, I did. How many I times have you seen it now? Seven, eight. I've seen it five. I've seen it five times. Five. Okay. Yeah, and and I I love it. I I, I true and and the last uh, when I saw um, uh, Force Awakens, I saw that I think six or seven times, and I remember the last time I saw it, I was like, I remember like going in, I was like, uh, okay, I can see why Dave doesn't. You know, I can see why people in general are are starting to come back on this. But this one, for every time I see it, I, it 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 increases it increases my affection for the movie. I should say each time I see it. Mm-hmm. I'm in deja vu. You kind of said things like that. It Force Awakens a lot. I uh, I I started out really loving um, the Force Awakens, and I do and I do still like Force Awakens. 
But with with Force Awakens, the more I watched it, the less I appreciated it. Though there, are, I should say the less the less I liked it as much as I liked it the first time. And this one, I'm enjoying it the same, or if not a little bit more each time I watch it. Dave, if I if I had to guess what movie you've seen more than once in the theater, like the highest amount of movie viewing of one movie for me would be Back to the Future for you. Do you think? I saw Back to the Future five times in the summer of 1985, and I saw the X Files Fight the Future six Ooh, times. Really? Is that the one you've seen the most in theaters? And American Psycho. Oh. <laughs> I'm scared now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I wouldn't expect different. that to be the answer. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I thought it was like, like what's the like early eighties or something, either Raiders or back to the future. Yeah. What's yours, Chris? I'm really interested since you've oh, seen, you, 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 you seem to see a movie like two a week or so on an average. Do you go back much at all? Often? Not really. Not like I, not like I used to, but then if I could sleep more, I would. <laughs> yeah. I, I that's I called being over like, forty. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't. I really don't go back and see another movie again. I do buy it shit on Blu-ray when it comes yeah, out, yeah, yeah. cheap and stuff. But yeah, but I'd rather go back and see something that I know I like over and over again than take a chance on something that I'm not sure about. I don't know if other people are like that. Tim's is probably Phantom Menace, right? What's what the most times? Uh, I know I saw Pulp Fiction about the same amount, uh, about 10, okay. 10, 11 times in theater. Um, yeah, that one's up there for me too. We drove, yeah, I remember when Pulp Fiction left the theaters, like in our area, I think Chris, you and I drove pretty far away to see it like one more time. We're going to see it one more time Seriously? on the big, on the big yeah. screen before it goes away. I think we drove somewhere. Was, I think it was somewhere where it was like metal detectors. <laughs> wow. I remember that now kind of shit. Yeah. So there, that was, yeah, it's, it's a special movie that makes you do something like that. Yeah. Since I, as soon as I have the movie pass uh, and I work across the street from a movie theater, I'll go back and see movies in some cases, multiple times. I, th- I think the last one that's non Star Wars that I I was really really enjoyed was Lincoln. Even though the movie's like three hours long, but I love Lincoln. I, the way that just the acting in that is just fantastic, and the, the different scenes with uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Hmm. I was I was just like transfixed with that movie. But um, when he says Lin- when he says Lincoln, he means showgirls. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see Showgirls in the theater, and I remember I remember what? buying the DVD. <laughs> what? I remember buying the DVD uh, at mm-hmm. when I worked at the mall record store. Bet <laughs> they, you did. They had it on the seven ninety nine bin. So like, I remember oh, when, when we got the trailer oh, for God, yeah. Showgirls, and it was Red Band, and we weren't allowed to show Red Band trailer red yeah. band trailers for people that don't know is it means it's an r-rated trailer. you know the thing is green at the beginning well it's red it means That's it's right. r-rated because yeah. they showed nudity in the yeah. trailer and i remember we weren't allowed to show it and matt threw it on the thing like yep. after we closed so we go why we all gathered in the theater yeah. to watch the showgirls trailer <laughs> i remember put, I, I remember even... putting that on whatever movie was on and went and let and it's one of those things where it's like i put it on it's like i know this is not gonna stay and this is gonna be a problem but it's like on my list, it's and it was. We always got a list for back in the day what tra- trailers came with the movie that had to be on from um, corporate. I forget what the guy's name was. Whoever was the film booker, and yeah. I was like, "Well, that has to be on." And our boss 
skip at the time confirmed it so i put it on and i'm like i know this isn't gonna stay on and i remember coming in putting it together running through the movies coming in the next morning and there's our boss frantically pulling that thing off like it was (laughs) you know like on fire we can't have this on mulan (laughs) (laughs) babe pig in the city no thanks (laughs) i don't i don't even recall that playing in any of the movie theaters uh, around us, I, 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 I mean, I know, uh, I know, the three hundred nine theater would get NC seventeen or unrated because I remember going to see kids in Orgasmo down there. That might have been but one of the only theaters that might have had it. Our our theater had Henry in June, I think. Yeah, we did, and we had yeah. the creepiest people come into that movie. I actually, I did see Henry in June in the theaters. That's what he's talking about. Yep, <laughs> I was there. Were you alone when you watched this movie? Too? I think I went and saw my friend Justin. Oh, Justin, Justin, Justin. If I if I if I told you all the all the the movies I saw with with male friends of mine, like I remember going to see so movies. Yes, <laughs> I remember going going to see uh, the Crying Game with uh, with Jake Burkett. And Jake was traumatized (laughs) after that movie at Jay Davidson at Jay. Yeah. He was like, he was like, the movie was terrible, terrible. I had a similar experience seeing the crying game drove all the way down to the three Oh nine cinema to see it with a friend of mine. And we both were like, Whoa. (laughs) And then it got really uncomfortable. (laughs) I had that experience going to see it with the guy we worked with. Um, not, I'm sorry, not that one, uh, piano and the Harvey Keitel. Oh yeah. Yeah. Harvey Keitel likes to flash his shit around. <laughs> Bad Lieutenant. <laughs> Where he's crying with his yeah. wang. Yeah. Show me how you suck a guy's cock. His little tiny wang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw the sequel with Nick Cage. Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, or Port of Orleans, or whatever it was called. Next time you come up here, Tim. Do you have it? No. But I'll buy it. <laughs> we'll get it. <laughs> we'll do a double shot. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it. We should. We should do a commentary of that. Okay. Yeah. Maybe James Franco will make a movie about it one day, and it'll become a big hit. James, James Franco needs to, needs to do the making of the Crying Game. Yeah. I, I think I've. I, I may have told this story before, but I remember going to see the movie, and we're like, and I'm thinking, yes, nudity, nudity, nudity. <laughs> She's got small. She's got small boobs. What is that? This is almost the exact way you explained the situ- the uh, experience to me the day after you saw it when we were working together at the theater. That's that's like exactly the story you told me. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Said so back then my voice cracked. So yeah, anyway, right. I was like, I was like, nudity, nudity, nudity. What is that? You even said she has the she has small boobies part. That was in the story you told me, and that was twenty goddamn years ago. More than that. I'm gonna tell Matt the moon. <laughs> Boy George, rest his soul. Is he dead? No. no he's not, no. Is he dead? not at all. Boy George Michael. Oh, oh one of them. He's, dead. he's dead. I'm actually looking at a picture of George Michael right now. I have his double disc. And no one is Ladies surprised. And the best of George Michael right here on my his, desk. His double what? Oh, disc. Okay. So his, <laughs> Double little, little known fact, he was twice the man any of us are. I got two guns, one for the each of you. 
That's what he oh. said to Chris next <laughs> next to him at the <laughs> urinal. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I, and I said, I'm a Huckleberry. Put it in. Wait, you oh. next to George Michael at a urinal? Oh, no. Oh, no. Back to Val Kilmer. Oh, Keep I'm up, sorry. Man. Oh, okay. I, sorry, sorry. I missed something. Was it George? Was George Michael? Something happened to him like in like a, a turnpike bathroom stall? It was like yeah. a solicitation or a, exposing himself. Oh, supposedly. yeah. Yeah. That was like no proof. late 90s. <laughs> no proof. There is no proof of that. So, all right. Yeah, he was arrested. There's proof. <laughs> There's well, Michael shots. wasn't. Well, he was arrested. Huh? Oh, Michael. So innocent. Well, Tim, you wanted to know about what we thought about the Porgs, and we ended up talking about everything else. <laughs> everything else in the world. Wang. How do you guys like Gouda? Smoked or red luck? The breeze at room temperature. <laughs> Dreaming of Gorgonzola. <laughs> well, Tim, thanks for porging us all. <laughs> that was good. It, it felt good being porged by you. Yeah. I think I think I can honestly say by looking at the uh, Wikipedia uh, entry for Porg, the Last Jedi thing, that we will never have a full episode on. This is all you're going to get for the Porg. Zuh. So be happy with this. <laughs> Jeez. We did like, talk about like putting Pollock. down conditional stuff for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you will be happy with this. This is you. He wanted Porgs. Choke on it. <laughs> so yeah I, there's 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 not a whole lot to talk about there i think we we talked in great detail on this one all right uh, Matt, what was that <laughs> you got any feedback for us i do oh. so. that's that's val kilmer texting you how you been buddy <laughs> uh, let, me, you, Clarence. <laughs> let me go through the good emails so we're going to the good email bag and it says hey guys I've been listening to Swick for the past year and a half or so after finding in iTunes, and I wanted to branch out from other shows I was currently listening to. I've not stopped listening since and have enjoyed every minute. I don't know if you get a lot of comments on this, but I wanted to, wanted to take the time to say that the game show episodes you put on fairly recently are not only some of, some of your best shows, but in my opinion, some of the best shows I've ever heard in any listening I've done from radio to podcast to streaming apps. I truly enjoy those and hope to hear more in the future. Thanks for all you do, Thomas in Plano, Texas. Well, thank you, Thomas. And I cannot uh, disagree that those are a shit ton of fun. I do love those. Mm. And I Thanks, think, Thomas. I think now yeah. that the new year has rolled over, I think it's perfectly acceptable for us to like do second edition of those games. Because I know we kind of ran out of stuff at the end, but I think it's time for second edition of $10,000 or $100,000 credit pyramid and all the other ones, too. That's just my what are, opinion. Oh, when yeah. are we going to do a Star Wars version of Legends of the Hidden Temple? <laughs> oh, God. That had to be video because no one would have any. Actually, it might be funnier if you do it audio now you say that. <laughs> with with Olmec. Olmec. <laughs> Used to be here in Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. Always comes back to that. All right. Next email says, oops, I just missed. Sorry. Next email. Hello, Swick gang into the whole news as family. This email has been a long time coming. I started listening to stars and character many years ago when you only had about 20 episodes posted. I worked a very lonely night job and needed something to fill in the boring hours night after night. I subscribed to a ton of podcasts at the time, but fi- but quickly found putting Swick at the top of my playlist each time a new episode came out. I followed Swick to other news as podcasts. Trailer Pod Boys, The Grady's, Indiana Jones and Character, Pass the Popcorn. They've all made them and all made, I'm sorry, and made them all part of my nightly listening. 
Matt, I even listened to each episode of Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights, even though I doubt I'll, even though I doubt I'd even survive a night being there if I ever went. <laughs> the reason I'm finally writing this is this past summer I had changed careers and now my job doesn't leave any time for listening to shows at work. So I've cut down much of my podcast listening. Going through my playlist this week, I realized that a majority of my listening has come from Swick and Neozaz. Seeing that it's time, seeing that it's time to send you a long overdue thank you for the countless hours of entertainment and being a large part of my life, even though you, even though I'm sure you never knew. I'm looking forward to more and continuing to listening to all you do, Roy Morton. Well, thank you, Roy. That was cool. We don't get a lot of emails talking about all the shows, and you hit just I think just about everything there that us four are involved on. So thank you for that. Thank you, Roy. Thank you, Roy. I Thank thought you. you were going to say, sign Val Kilmer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I work a lonely nighttime job. Chubby Val Kilmer. Swollen. Shit, I fucked that up. Uh, I'll fix that in a minute. <laughs> Big boned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You just saved me from having to fix it in editing. <laughs> <laughs> that leads to our Patreon supporter of the episode. And this one is long overdue because he has been a supporter for two and a half years, which is not much longer than we've had a Patreon page. And that is Timmy Bricks. So thank you, Timmy. So as usual, I will say, of course, that this keeps everything that we do going online and all our past catalog online as well. And one thing I haven't really been good at promoting is what we do for our patreon supporters so i'm gonna throw this in here if you haven't heard it yet there's i'm putting out a show for our patreon supporters called matt's crummy comic collection i have a ton of comics that no one in their right mind should ever buy and i'm finally going through them page by page and reviewing them it's a monthly show on news as but i'm as i do each episode i do a second one on patreon as well so that's one of the many many hours of entertainment that we produce for our patreon supporters so I think that's actually the latest edition. There's a ton of other stuff to there as well, including actually apropos to our email, there's a game show on there called match my answer. If you haven't heard that yet, dig through the feed and find that if you're a Patreon supporter, because that's one of our best mm. game show episodes ever. And if you want to learn any more about that, that is at patreoncom slash news as, and thank you, Timmy. And thank you everyone that has supported us uh, all these years now at this point. Yeah. Timmy Bricks. That name sounds like he should be like a hitman for the Irish Mafia. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, Timmy Bricks. That's funny. Not many uh, famous Timmys. You know, I was trying to think. Like Tim, you've never really, other than when Chris kind of like calls you Timmy is like a yeah. in, endearing, you know, term. <laughs> like, oh, Timmy. You know, like we all call you kind of call you Timmy sometimes. But there's no, you don't. You've never gone by Timmy, have you? Only to family and friends. All right. Oh, there's no. Chris. There's no famous Timmys. Is it, Timmy are there? Turner. Timmy Turner on Fairly Odd Parents. Timmy <laughs> on South Park. I don't know what. Oh yeah, is. well that, I, that those that those are the two things I get the most. I get hey, it's Timmy Turner or Timmy. And I had one person that would always call me Tim McVeigh, and I'm like, come on, man. Seriously, oh, Tim wow, that's that's awful. That nice. Yeah, but it's, I don't need to hear that. But Matt, is it safe to say that all of the money generated by Patreon goes right back into the show and? is used for the benefit of our listeners. You'd say that, right? No, it's not safe to say. I think it's the definition of what happens. It's very dangerous to say that. None none of us have received dime one from any of that money. And I I mean, yeah, that's important to stress for anyone who may have some misconceptions. Yes. In fact, it it wasn't until September last year that we broke even. I mean, I'm not saying this 
for I'm just re, I'm reinforcing what you're saying, Dave, and I'm not saying this for any other reason and not gloating myself. I mean, it's there's still a minor amount of money coming out of my pocket until we finally hit, I think, September, Oct- August sometime last year. Or I'm sorry, no, 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 two years ago. I, I forgot we flipped the years. Two years ago that we finally broke even our expenses. So absolutely, positively, upon if I were even trying to repay my original investment and in everything we do, we were actually technically behind, but I don't consider that. And yes, Dave, I am confirming what you're saying. <laughs> I think I think that confirmation is important because I think that people appreciate would appreciate knowing that if they do offer us any money, whether it's a dollar or not, that it's uh, only going to make the show better and not for anything else. So in Absolutely. other words, we do not get paid to do this show. That is correct. Okay, just checking. (laughs) What? Chris is just waiting for that check that's been rolling over every month. You mean I've been doing this show eight years and I'm not going to get paid for this ever? Every time for eight years, I I wait (laughs) in the mailbox and I slap my mailman every fucking day. (laughs) What? No check? Waiting for his residual check. Do you know that I'll have to take a photo of this. I have in my mailbox for the past five, six, seven years for a dollar. I think I got this a jab at a hut <laughs> just in my mailbox 24 <laughs> seven. What? Yeah. I have a jab at a hut. Like, you know, remember those that stupid toy that came with a little tiny gummy or, or slime shits. The, the one that would puke like bloop. I think, yeah, and puke. That, that might be it. It's like a stupid plastic jab at a hut. Well, Rubber plastic, whatever, and I have them in my mailbox for like six, seven years. <laughs> and he's like in the back of the mailbox, in the back of the mailbox. So I know for a fact, like the first time the the mail person opened and saw that, they must have shit. Right, <laughs> this this needs to be analyzed. You hold on here. <laughs> what was the what was the impetus for you putting it in there in the first place? Just a joke. A joke on the mailman. Yeah. Did, did, uh-huh, did, take that public servant. I don't know the mailman. I never, I don't know. I don't know the guy's name. I don't know anything about this guy. Have I you had the same mailman? <laughs> Probably not. I think it changes. We had a woman for a while. Then, then there's a guy. No, it's not always someone different. Is there any chance they're not seeing it? Oh, they, they definitely see it when they open it up. But boom, it's, it's right there. There's two <laughs> sides. It? There's, I'm sorry. The two reactions I had on this one, it's like, I agree with Chris. They probably shit themselves or the opposite where they have seen stuff that we can't even imagine. And yeah. that's like the least of the things they've seen. That well, at least it's not a severed mule. Dick. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's in my neighbor's mailbox now. Oh, <laughs> lawnmower. Neighbors, stupid neighbors. But yeah, I just I wanted to bring, I'll take a photo of it. And when this episode airs, I will, I'll post I, the jab. I think you sh- how has it not been stolen? That's a good question. Somebody, it must have been somebody actually. I woke up one morning, looked out the window, and our mailbox was fucking gone. <laughs> it was just the the wooden uh, stake out of the fucking ground. Mm-hmm. And someone came by and and hit it with a, a bat, I guess, or something, and it was gone. And I was so pissed. And our mailbox is missing. Mailbox, we were going baseball. to <laughs> we were going to a Chiller Theater, um, a convention one time, and we just fucking left and we drove down the turnpike, you know, out to the highway, down the turnpike, and to the right was our fucking mailbox top. How huh. far? How far from the mailbox would you say? Like a mile, two miles? Yeah, it was less than a mile because it's it's a mile to the entrance way to the turnpike. It was less than a mile away from our house. I put it in the trunk, 
I came when we got home. I, it's 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 <laughs> it's duct taped yeah. together. It's not done right, but it still works. I got to fuck that mailbox. <laughs> I helped you concrete that concrete that it, mailbox into the ground. Yeah, yeah. We gotta I, go. Yeah. We gotta find those those assholes that did that. But I got Jabba the Hut down to protect my mailbox. <laughs> Protecting you. How functional does a mailbox have to be anyway? I mean, considering they don't lock and anyone can walk up to it and open it and put something in or take something out. I mean, all, all it really needs to do is like stand still and be open and closable, right? Yeah, exactly it. And we had one morning, Caitlin came in our room screaming because somebody put fucking fireworks in our mailbox. Oh, <laughs> and Look and, and the, lit them. Tim laughing is like the worst part it of it. It was that. Tim. It was Tim. Yeah. And it sounded like there was like a fire outside. She came in there like screaming, like, so what's going on? And I was in my tiny, tiny, tiny underwears. I ran the fuck outside. It was flames. It was, like, <laughs> it was like five in the morning. Like, you know, the light was coming up a little bit. It was a weekend day and I went outside. I'm like, I was like, who fucking did this? Screaming you just hear me driving away in my me, 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 in my Honda Accord. Take that, you fucking liver lip. <laughs> People hate my mailbox. That's why they did it, because they were across the street in the bushes filming you like Billy Madison. <laughs> like, with, with the- this guy's always freeballing it. I bet you if he comes out, we're going to see his nuts. Watch this. He going <laughs> to shit when he sees it. Shit. Oh. <laughs> uh. I, I looked up Star Wars mailbox in shopping, and I, someone made a throw pillow for $20 on Redbubble of the R2-D2, the, the U.S. Post Office mailbox. It's a pillow featuring a photo oh my of the U.S. God. Postal Service mailbox. That's Chris, I got you the wrong present for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come year. steal that thing out of your mailbox and hold it ransom. Well, now you know. You can take it to school and they can give it to my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Here surprised you go, no one's stolen student. it. Take this. No, no one's ever, no one's ever like stolen your mail or anything not, like that. Like, no, that not happens until, all the time. Not until this episode airs, I will have no mailbox, no Jabba, no nothing. That's a federal crime. People, I've had people steal stuff right on my car in my driveway. Like they just go through. Like it's all the heroin addicts. They they go through like if you change in your change thing you know like where you just throw yeah. your change and I'll come out one morning and it's all cleared out and I call the cops and they're like yeah well you gotta lock your car because the heroin addicts come around and like steal the change out of your car. You can't now H town. It is. We got oh, a methadone. Yeah. We got a methadone clinic and everything. I can't believe that no one's ever stolen that or anything else out of your mail. Like if anything, Somebody's, no, someone stole our trash can one time and we think it was it was our neighbor who is no longer with us. Mm. Like oh that one oh, never mind okay. I was gonna, I was gonna needed, make a bad joke that he I, needed it to stand on <laughs> yeah I was, I was, I was gonna say oh, I, was, I didn't I didn't want to say it on the show but that was what that's that, where I was going Dave and then he kicked it out you were always great at saying what you say and that was just fucking phenomenal don't speak ill of the dead I don't know what you're talking about the Grateful Dead such a great. His favorite board game was Hangman. (laughs) His favorite band, the Swingin' Medallions. (laughs) His favorite Eastwood movie? Hang up high. (laughs) His favorite hors d'oeuvres? Deviled eggs. (laughs) For no reason. That was awesome. Favorite shower accessories? Soap on a rope. Oh. (laughs) 
<laughs> he really likes macaroni. I love how Tim just goes deviled eggs for no reason. <laughs> and went to see the devil. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's even worse. Yeah, I had to take it there. So before we get into trivia and then feedback, I wanted to make a quick, I don't know if it's an announcement or just an, an explanation is probably better. This is, and it's this is no surprise to the guys. This is something we had talked about for the past couple of weeks now. This is the last scheduled recording that I am going to be on. And I say last scheduled recording because it's, it, it, I'm, how do I want to say this? I'm going to take a little bit of a break to work on some projects that have been on the shelf for literally years, but I'm not going to leave the show. It's going to be one of those situations where Dave, Chris, and Tim are absolutely going to continue. They're going to tell me what's going on. And if I'm not knee deep in one of these projects, I'll be happy to join in. But if I'm not, I don't want them to wait for me to continue the show. It's been the four of us for a better part of a decade now and that's been great these are in fact this show alone has been one of the more fun things that i get to do in podcasting but there's a lot of things i've been putting off so i want to take a hiatus like i want the option to take the hiatus is what it comes down to and why i'm doing that is because i mean i don't think anyone doesn't know that i'm over 40 when it comes to new media I'm a bit of a dinosaur and I don't want to say, you know, these projects I want to do, it's either now or never, but it really is. It's now or never because things are going to become increasingly hard to do, increasingly hard to promote and catch up on. I'm going to hit a point where these projects are never going to be able to get done. And there's something, these, these are things I've wanted to do since I've started news as in Star Wars and character and our holiday specials and everything we do showed me that these projects I want to do are possible. 2017 was a bit of an eye-opener, 436 shows, and all I did was sit in front of a computer the entire year and never picked up one of these projects. So I talked to you guys, say, and and the words I used was, after this recording, this is going to be my last regularly scheduled episode, but I'm not leaving, leaving the show. I just want it to go on when I'm not available, and that's what this comes down to. And I discussed it again with you three guys, and we thought it best for us to actually do to describe if there happens to be a situation where the next type of episodes you don't hear me. No other reason that I need that hiatus to work on these other projects, and I wanted to make that clear and explain why that's happening. So I'm stepping away from the recording of it, the researching of it, and ultimately the editing. Tim has actually taken the initiative to volunteer to do the editing. Now it's going to take some time to teach him that and whatnot, but ultimately he's going to take a lot off my plate. And along with that, and this is kind of a state of a podcasting thing that I wanted to mention. This is where I do get on soapbox for a little bit. I guess telling you guys, whenever we get a tremendous amount of hate mail or a lot of negative reviews all at once, I find myself sitting in front of a computer trying to figure out what I can rectify about that. And it's taken the breaking point to realize there's nothing I can do about it. And I'm going to stop doing that. A lot of these podcasts are done because people want to do them. They want to have fun. They want to produce a product. I really think this internet trend of anonymous bashing is a bad thing and needs to end. And that's one of the things that I am walking away from in this hiatus and hope not to come back to though. I'm sure that's a long shot, but that has a lot to do with it too. And without going on too much of a diatribe, I'm going to stop right there. Mm. And, uh, 
just say, I'm not leaving, but I'm, you might not hear me as often. With that, I do want to say, I absolutely want to come back and host Swick Family Feud 2. <laughs> hope you guys will let me do that. And if for some reason I'm not back to October, I found a fantastic Halloween episode that I want to do as well. But we'll all talk about that. So you might not hear a lot of me in, in the immediate future, and that's why. So I hope that made a lot of sense, and that's it. So I want you three to know that this is the best, most fun I ever have podcasting in all my shows. X amount of research, but then it's <laughs> you know the seventy five percent of the show is has nothing to do with that, and it's been a lot of fun. So that's the story. Well, no, that was perfectly said. Oh, thank yeah. you. And we will miss you on the episodes that you're not on. But nah, like you said, you, liars. Well, I, I'm. <laughs> I'm just saying that to be nice. When, but, when he listens in on, on when we do an episode on Grand Admiral Thrawn and we talk for 45 minutes about our favorite soft cheeses, uh, <laughs> then that's, that's when he's going to realize, why did I walk away from this? Why is everything cheese with you? <laughs> like, like why cheese? not? You're like, yeah. you're like, <laughs> and, and that, and all that stuff being said, we've already recorded the next episode after this and oh, you're on shit. it. So. I totally meant to mention that. Yes. Yeah, so you won't not hear me for at least one week because, and, and we actually explained it in the next episode. We, this is the end of the trivia round. So we didn't want to do it without Tim. So we do have another episode in the can that will follow. You'll hear me just fine. And you won't hear me mention any of this. So you might think I changed my mind or, or something <laughs> happened or we went through a time warp, but that's it. So, I mean, I, yeah, there's, there's, I'm certainly going to be involved. I am going to help with all the, the editing as well, as long as I, as I need to, as long as you need me to. And in fact, I mean, who knows there, it may even coincide with what the things I'm trying to get done this year. In fact, I'll just say them war of the worlds and devil chair, two big radio dramas I've wanted to do for years. And if you've heard any of the news that stuff, you've known I've put them off for different reasons. And a majority of that has to do with the work I do with Swick mm. all the way around hosting, editing, and all the promotion and social media. It's almost an endless circle. There's there's kind of no walking away from it. I need to walk away from it since 2018 before I hit that age where I can't get these things that I've dreamt of doing for years done. It might be sound a little selfish, and maybe it is, but again, all these things have been started and done because we want to have fun, and that's something I've wanted to have fun to try to do and haven't gotten the opportunity to do. And I don't think there's any reason for me not to walk away and let you three handle, which is going to be as good a show without me when I'm there and not there and get these things done. So I think time is right to do it. Well, thank you for all that you've done for the show and for us ah. and for the listeners. So. Yeah. And yes, you'll thanks. be back. You'll be back. Oh yeah. His seat will be waiting yeah. for him whenever he wants. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. I just, yeah, it's, I just wanted to explain Internet culture, and this is something I've actually learned in podcasting as well. Without an explanation, it gets out of hand. And even with an explanation, it gets out of hand, too. So I tried my best to explain it. Don't know if it came across as well as it needs to, but that's the story. Well said. Well said. I've already started looking for, for permanent replacement, Tim and Chris. <laughs> Don't tell them. Like, like who, like, like, uh, you know, he, we need a, the Don Cheadle to his Terrence Howard. We need to get working on this. Ugh, I hate Terrence Howard. <laughs> was that the first <laughs> one? That was the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be different. Yes. But yeah. it'll be good. It'll be fine. I'm one way yeah. or another. I'm still, still involved. 
Yes. And if it's different and not good, it's Tim's fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get we'll get R.A. Dickey to take over for me. Oh, that would be you know what? I would step away permanently if you got Ari Dickey on. That was my favorite celebrity episode ever. And Ari Dickey's like, you know, Dave, uh, I have a fond, fond affection of cheeses. <laughs> You've brainwashed Ari Dickey already, haven't you? He's like, mm. All right. Well, do you, do you want to know the scores in the final round of <laughs> It's Trivia? Because okay. this is the denouement of this round of trivia. Unfortunately, one of us has already been eliminated. Guilty. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> so the scores are like this. Chris has 15, but he is out because he cannot come back. Because the leader is Matt with 17. Oh, oh shit. Let's, you know what? I am walking away this episode. So that I win. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. No. Tim will say, when Ted, I'm going to go on a baseball tangent here. You can cut this out if you want. When Ted Williams was batting 399 at the end of the season and it would have been rounded up to 400 and could have sat out the last game, double header, he said, Hell no, I'm playing. They and also he went, said, please, please don't cut off my head and freeze it, kids. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> and he went like four for eight in the double header and ended up hitting like 402. Right, Tim? Uh, did he hit 402? Something like that. It was pretty awesome. Ted Williams. Right. But I digress. Matt has 17. Tim and Dave both have 16. And this is it. This is the last we have to listen to uh, Stinking Rusty, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. In fact, there was, there was, you were talking at one point, and the mic probably picked it up. You probably didn't hear it over Skype, but I went, oh, that's because I opened the book and smelled it again. <laughs> Matt, if you wanted you to, to film yourself burning that book, you feel free. <laughs> I'll do it. Patreon exclusive. Yep. <laughs> do, do you want to ask me a question? You don't have to because I'm out. No, let's do it. It's still okay. fun because people like to play along. Okay. For three points, go ahead. Okay. For three points. No, wait a minute. I said okay. I didn't mean that. <laughs> I said okay as in preparing myself. What was Darth Vader's full title? Dark Lord of the Sith. Lord Hold on, Vader. I'm going through the stinky pages Shit. in the back. Esquire. Dark Lord of the Sith or Lord Vader is full. I'll go with the first one I said. Dark Lord of the Sith. You got you hit every word in this title in different sequences, so I think we can give you the point at this point. It was Darth Vader, comma, Lord of the Sith. Ooh! I still lost. <laughs> <laughs> You get a participation trophy, Chris. Are you happy? Yay! Now, this always happens to us in trivia. Are we altering the order of the questions to make it more interesting? Like, really, Matt should not be going last, but are we leaving Matt for last? Because if Matt gets his question right, it's over. Sure. All right, well, Whatever, I don't know if, you, if that was an either-or question, but that's my answer. <laughs> Tim, do you care? For the sake of for the sake of suspense, maybe we should go out of order. Okay. Well, then I'll go next, and then Tim, and then Matt. Okay. So, what is my question, Matt? What were Chewbacca's duties? <laughs> After this episode, at some point, there was probably some porg in there. Yep. <laughs> what were his duties? He's the co-pilot of the Millennium Falcon. And a mechanic. Um, 
and what a, a friend. What a dumb question. <laughs> and Hans Fluffer. His duties. Mechanic and co-pilot. I almost duties. shit myself. Like, thought you had this book because the official answer is he was the co-pilot of the Millennium Falcon and mechanic. Is that what it says? Yes. Actually, <laughs> it says chief mechanic. You said mechanic, but it, he only added one more word. And otherwise, but otherwise, it's the same exact writing he put in there. That's funny. All right, that means I'm tied with Matt for the lead, and Tim can do the same right now. Okay. Oh, I'm not gonna. That's that's a terrible one. I'm gonna put my finger in that. Wait, that doesn't sound right. I'm going to mark Whoa. that page. <laughs> He's gonna put his finger in that dike. Hey. What creature <laughs> did Ben fend off from Luke at the cantina? What creature? Uh. Let me look at the answer and see if it's singular. Because we have found in this book, sometimes it's not what is written. Okay. Well, it was the Aqualish Walrus Man named Panda Baba. Or the ugly human named Dr. Evison, the evil Dr. Evison. I am going to give you another question out of complete and utter fairness because this answer is wrong. You couldn't have gotten this right. They write Snaggletooth. It's not Snaggletooth. Yeah, he did not. It cannot be Snaggletooth. I I am I am striking that question from the from the trivia. That's crazy. That's wrong. Tim got it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's try the next one. The moops. What was a creature? I'm sorry. What creature pulled Luke under the muck in the trash compactor? Oh shit! Oh, oh my god! Why did my brain just stop working? Yes, that is the answer. Holy <laughs> shit! Oh my god! <laughs> and even I knew this. Senior moment, right here. Senior moment. Uh, uh, and I'm trying to think of. Uh, uh, Eric's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Dudley the Dianoga. There you <laughs> I was go. Say, if, you, if you give me Eric, the first name of Eric's model, you'll win. Yep. But I, let me look it up. Yeah, the Dianoga. Oddly enough, it does not say Dudley. Dudley. That's <laughs> funny. That's funny when the assist to Eric, <laughs> host of Effectively Speaking on News As. All right. So at this point, it's 17 to 17 to 17, but that can all change if Matt gets his question. Right. If Matt gets his question wrong, we got to go back through the three of us until somebody blinks. <laughs> so, Matt, you can end it all right now. All right. There we go. Same page that I pulled all these other questions from. What was the code number of the trash compactor? What was the code number? Mm. One. The trash compactor. And actually, this, I think, was a Kevin Lyle question. Because we had this before, and mm-hmm. but besides that, I will thank Smitty for draining this into my head way back when in the day. Uh, yeah, Luke does say it. He screams it like, yep. you know, my mom, Baloney has a first name. I always make the joke that it's eight six seven five three zero nine, Jenny's number. Yes, but it's actually three two six eight three. Wait, oh shit, oh shit! I shouldn't have done the voice because I fucked up. Uh, oh <laughs> shit! What is it? Oh no! Oh fuck! I fucked myself <laughs> over. Just think of Dudley. The rest will fall in place. Three two six three eight two seven. Three. I think that's it. All right. I gotta. Look. Oh shit. Okay. I'm gonna commit to that. Three two six. Three two six three. Oh fuck! I fucked up. What? <laughs> it's three two six three eight two seven. I mixed two numbers up. 
I said eight three two seven. No, I said eight three two seven, because that's what I was thinking when I just said it. But then you said it right the second time. No, I didn't. No, did I? Yeah, I think you did. Oh, I have to go Perhaps. back and listen to recording. <laughs> go back. The first time you did get Are it. Are you sure? Because I don't remember. Yes. I thought I said it wrong the time. Like I said it, I said it the same way the second time that I was thinking the first. No, you said it right. You corrected yourself. Okay, if I don't, uh, oh, I do, I do. Uh, do do you want me to go back and listen? <laughs> sure. Okay, hold on one second. <laughs> I I won't be able to record what we're saying. So let me stop. So I'm stopping the recording. The next thing you'll hear is our discussion after what I find out. Okay, we're back. I did listen to it. They, you guys were correct. I did say it right. I thought I said it wrong. So <laughs> thank you. I, I really didn't want to <laughs> end this with everything we just had been through and the 25 questions and have have that hanging open. So That was like a straight-up NFL instant replay. Officials go look in the little booth. I think I'm going to put in a little uh, <laughs> Tito, uh, not Tito Puente. What's the guy's name? Herb Alpert in there. <laughs> <laughs> he put out a Christmas album this year. I thought that guy was dead. I thought it was too. <laughs> Little taste of honey with Herb Albert and Tijuana Press. Congratulations, Matt. Yay. Good job, Matt. You think like a 12 year old redheaded boy. That is exactly what my wife says every time we go to bed at night. Yeesh. This book smells horrible. Burn it. I'm going to think I will. Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> That's a good old-fashioned book burning. It's like yeah. the 1950s. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Well, the final scores then are Matt, 18, Tim, 17, Dave, 17, and Chris, 16. Very close. You and Tim should do, a, do it so you know who came in second place. No prize for second place. <laughs> <laughs> You're the first, place, loser. the first loser. First loser. First loser. <laughs> you think well, that, uh, you know, by the time, when is this going to come out, this episode? I'm, I'm probably out this week, Monday. All right. I was going to say, go Eagles. Eagles. Ah, okay. Yeah. Was that this hey, week? Hey, 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 Eagles. <laughs> Did you guys see, uh, Dave is probably the only one that saw this. Did you see the guy that was shotgunning beers at the division championship? Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> Did you see the guy that ran into the post in the subway? Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was great. That guy was great. Well, for any of you jabronis out there that are going to say crap about Philadelphia, just wait till Sunday. Because all I hear is people over saying how bad Philadelphia is, and then they, they, you know, we have to grease the uh, poles with Crisco. <laughs> I'm telling you, they do this stuff everywhere. This is not just a Philadelphia thing. It's mostly Philadelphia. They- Dave, no. this, if they win or lose, the city's in trouble. If Wilbur <laughs> You're right. There's, there's playing, a no win I'm, for the city in this one. You're, Chris is right. If Wilbur Montgomery's not playing, I am not watching this this game. You're not going to watch? No. Actually, I'm, I'll be flying back from Buddy Hollyville. Nice. Sunday. I'm actually not a, actually a big Eagles fan myself. I'm a Dolphins fan, which is not something what? to be proud of. Yeah, yeah but... I am. Marino well, was a handsome gentleman. Well, yeah. 
I'm pulling for them for all of the uh, people in the area that need this because it's been a long time coming. So for the week, I'm pulling for them. And then as soon as the Super Bowl's over, Dolphins, baby. Next year. When this is all over, you're going to say, suck it, McNabb. <laughs> Choke on this. Go Eagles, eat McDonald's. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> Nobody else gets that but me. <laughs> Was it? Yeah, that was. Was that McNabb? He was a terrible uh, spokesperson for anything. I do remember him getting up with. Uh, uh, who? Oh shit! What was her name? Never mind. It was for a Fourth of July thing, and he got up and sang "Lady Marmalade" with somebody. Oh jeez! Terrible. Oh, my God. Terrible. The idea just sounds terrible. awful. Terrible. 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 Man. <laughs> Minnesota Vikings just graduated stupid school. <laughs> Matt was referring to uh, on "It's Always Sunny" on the gang gets invincible when it's they get a motivational they get a motivational speech from Donovan McNabb and it's El- Eldon from <laughs> Cosby, Cosby Show, Show. <laughs> and then he comes back later on the one with Alana Ubach when when Frank is going to oh, yeah. marry her. It was he, like baby dick. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Frank. He's like he's like you're my best shit. Um. He comes back on that one as Tiger Woods. Who <laughs> <laughs> has a foot fetish. Oh, baby dick. <laughs> the helmet gate is out to crack my ass. <laughs> Lana Ubach is the most underrated actress. Oh, she's great. In human history because she can do anything and she is hilarious. And lovely. Thank you, man, for everything you've done all these episodes, all these years. It has been a blast, and it's not the end. It's just a little less of Matt. There's probably people out there cheering right now. (laughs) I know a few. (laughs) Yeah. Tune in next time we discuss the Vibro Weapons. And surprise, I'm back already. But then I'll be gone. Buzz, 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 buzz. You, didn't, you didn't mean any of that stuff, did you? Yeah. Nah, not really. It was it was oh, really just to, it was to make the it was to make the, the hate mailers feel bad, but it probably didn't work. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the Neozaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in Character episodes and information. 